0: welcome one and all this is Delvin of Gospel Repentance Ministries I'm your host where once again it is our endeavor to tell nothing but the truth so help us God let's study and learn God's Word together I want to talk about a subject that is despised even by many in the church and it is the doctrine of sovereign election and for those of you who perhaps have been exposed to the doctrine of election are automatically going to question the fairness of God in other words God choosing some to be recipients of his saving grace now obviously if God has chosen some that means he has not chosen others to be recipients of his saving grace now why God chose to do that is basically as I heard one minister call it that is his business and if it is his business it is none of our business Uh, basically whom God decided to choose is indeed I believe a forever mystery why God chose some to be recipients of his saving grace was basically for the glory of his grace and basically because it pleased him to do that Uh, so with that said basically how did god choose some to be recipients of his saving grace it was strictly his decision to do that it was uh, not something that man did to compel him to choose but it was simply god of his own kind intention and will deciding to choose whom he wanted to be in the kingdom of god now understand this there, although the opponents of this doctrine basically are automatically going to say that God is not fair or that's not fair. Why would God choose some and not choose others? And the question that basically actually needs to be presented is not why did God choose some but rather why did God choose any? that is the more appropriate and the more compelling question because man is wicked and as man continues to live on the earth he's getting worse and worse he's definitely not getting better man is devolving he's not definitely he's definitely not evolving he's going down he's not going up in his morality or in his uh in his holiness or in his respect or awe of God. Natural man is a voracious beast and therefore he is worthy of judgment. But because God is so full of pity and compassionate and kind, he is decided, or he decided before the foundation of the world, as Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4 tells us that he would choose some before the foundation of the world to be recipients of his saving grace due to the kind intention of his will now those who have been chosen to be saved will become saved at the precise moment in time, in space that God determines for them to be saved and that is a wonderful thing now many people believe that when Jesus died on Calvary's cross that he died for every single solitary individual in the world that will ever live now here's the question that I must ask those that believe that teaching that doctrine what about those who die in their sin and go to hell did Jesus pay the penalty for their sin what about those In the Old Testament era that died in sin and basically are perishing in hell or have been perishing in hell before the time of Jesus Christ are we to say that they that God died for their sin I mean it's it's certainly not that Jesus is going to preach the gospel to them at some point in time in the future and he didn't preach the gospel to them when he died back in the uh, first century. He did not go into the bowels of the earth and preach the gospel to those who had already died and perished in, uh, in unbelief. So if Jesus died for every single solitary individual in the world, then his atonement sacrifice was not effective for all. It was only effective for some. And that basically is not the truth. I mean we read in John chapter 6 verse 37 it says all that the Father gives to me will come to me and those who come to me I will in no wise cast out or will not refuse them or reject them and so also he said in John chapter 17 that all that the Father Uh, gave to me i lost none except the son of perdition that the scripture might be fulfilled and of course the son of perdition we know was judas iscariot so the doctrine of sovereign election is a glorious doctrine it is a wondrous doctrine it is a doctrine that definitely of course to a lot of people is offensive so they won't teach it there have even been those in the evangelical community that have admitted that they've hated the doctrine because once again it causes God's fairness into question. We believe as human sinful human beings that we have the right to question God of righteousness or to even accuse God of being unfair, which is one of the most ridiculous things and one of the most uh, unholy things that a person can do. So the doctrine of sovereign election, which I will discuss even more in more detail at a later time, is a wondrous doctrine. It is a biblical doctrine. It is one that is offensive and hard to accept, but nevertheless, we should teach it because it is in the word of God. And trust me, no man or committee of men would have put this doctrine into the Bible. And the only reason why we teach it is because it is in the word of God. It goes against the dictates of our carnal minds to basically even suggest that God would choose some and pass by others in his salvation plan. But once again, remember that none of us are worthy of God's grace. So in order for us to obtain it, he has to grant it. And he's decided to grant that to some and that is his uh, right to do because he is the sovereign uh, Lord over all the universe. So that will conclude this uh, segment of Gospel of Repentance Ministries, and I thank you for listening.